Welcome back to Every Time I Choose, where I invite you to connect with your own voice as you witness me connecting with mine. Um, I just got back from a little poetry uh, open mic where I performed, so I'm riding the, the high of that. I absolutely like love performing. <laughs> It's just so fun for me and not something that I ever, like, expected from myself. Uh, as somebody who's been more on the quieter side of things for most of my life. So so this has been, like, super fun for me um, to get into and a great way for me to, like, strengthen my voice. Um, the same that I'm doing with this podcast. Which brings me back to the podcast. We are in our little mini-series about intuition. Last month we talked about, or I, we, you guys are a part of it, right? Yeah. Last month I talked about um, just some intuitive decisions, uh, mainly the college that I went to and that kind of story. And tonight... um, I wanted to to switch it up a little bit just based on some things that have been going on in my own life just makes me feel like I think a little bit differently um that I than I did when I was initially planning the series and talking about the first one so what's been going on in my life I I just kind of got out of a cycle of making a really big decision um, about moving and it's I try so hard to like make my decisions when I'm grounded and like when I'm in touch with, with my intuition and my spirit and all those good juicy things but the reality is it's just not actually all that easy And one of the things that I find myself in quite often when it comes to making decisions is just the fact that, like, my mind is very strong. (laughs) Um, And I'm intentionally using that language. My mind is very strong when when I'm weighing options for some things. I can, like, think of every possible angle and like it's very hard for me not to let my mind just like indulge in everything um that I could possibly like think about or consider when it comes to making really especially big big bigger decisions but honestly like I I also do this um with smaller decisions when it's if I don't make it quickly, like, it takes me a, a quite a while to kind of get my grasp and my grounding back. Um, and it's like, I, I like to think of it like a, a spin cycle that I get stuck in for a while. It's, it, the time won't, the times vary, but it's this it's this feeling of when I'm trying to make a decision and my mind is just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and like to the point where my body is being activated and I can't. Um, it's really hard for me to like calm down, and this can this can like last for weeks. 
<laughs> like it like it did this last time. If you're familiar with polyvagal theory, it's it's it shunts my nervous system into sympathetic, and it's really hard to come back to ventral vagal, um, which is just like your baseline calm rest and digest state which is really where you want to be making decisions out of so and like where you are going to be more in touch with your intuition and your own wants and desires and things of that nature so when I get stuck in these spin cycles it's like almost impossible for me to because I shouldn't say impossible. It's very tricky for me to decipher what voices I'm hearing are coming from, from um, whether it's just like my cognition or if it's intuition or if it's just fear or worry or something else that somebody said outside of me. It's pretty... <laughs> It, it gets a little bit, a little bit intense, and yeah, it's such a stark contrast from making decisions how I like to and how I would like to be able to more consistently. Um, the same way that I described in the last episode, which is just like, yes, you just feel it in your body, in your gut, and you're like, uh huh, this is exactly what I want, and you. You don't question it. You you pivot and you go with it. That's what I want. And the story that I was thinking about for this podcast episode specifically was the, the process that I went through um, and just experienced to actually get signed up for one of, for a very specific course in my college career, early, early on in my college career. It was only, um, the first year, but the course that this involved was involved. I, it all started, I was just like looking through the course catalog and found like a general, it was, it was called a U tag. Um, and I knew I needed to fill one at some point and there's a, there is a name that just kind of jumped out at me. It was um, MLK, Malcolm X, and our multicultural society. It was UTEG. And I just wrote it down, like, in the margins of one of my notebooks. And it just, it was it was just that. It was in this list of classes. One popped out. I wrote it down. And that, retrospectively, was all of the, like, intuitive nudge that I needed. The fact that that is the one that stood out to me on the list was really all that I needed to know. And it took me, I didn't like plan on taking the course right when I wrote it down. It was probably a couple weeks later where I came back to um, working on my course schedule and just remembered vaguely that there was this course that I liked that I wrote down. So I went back and found it. I was like, okay, yeah, this will actually work with my schedule. And I like put it in, boom, bang, done, easy, simple. But then... It was like a day or two before registration times were coming and somebody else brought up a, a different class. It was, I'm not, I'm not sure what it was now, but they were like really trying to convince me to take, to like drop the one course or, or like just not sign up for it. So 
let that one go out of my plan and replace it because it was like at the same time of day so there's no reason it wouldn't work in my schedule it was a u-tag like I needed and it was with him and he like he ended up being my boyfriend later wasn't at the time but like so there was the relationship just just had so much energy and draw and once that once that option was brought to the table it was like immediately one of these spin cycles started I was thinking I like he had textbooks from his course that he got from some other person that maybe had taken it before or something. I'm not exactly sure, but it's like looking through the textbooks and like trying to figure out what the classes would, the workloads would be different. And I just like went like peer analysis mode. And the, the fact that I had somebody who was trying to convince me to do something else and like that I was excited about it. Like I was like totally buying it. Like, yeah, I, that sounds so much more fun to like do a class with you than like by myself. And I don't know anybody in this class. I don't even know what it is. It just like, <laughs> I just like wrote it down in my notebook. So that's why I'm taking it. And oh, I remember that's, that spin cycle particularly was like agonizing because I didn't really have a grasp on the the whole college schedule life yet you know this was only the second time I was making a schedule for myself so the pressure that I put on myself was so high and I remember sitting in the hallway of my freshman dorm my friends were around me and I was like emailing the professor <laughs> of the course that I had initially taken wanted to take the MLK Malcolm X course and like asking her about the workload and all the stuff that like retrospectively probably shouldn't ask professor like maybe I don't know <laughs> just like maybe wasn't the right move um she didn't even respond uh, which is fine just like the intensity of this activation that I just like couldn't get out of and eventually the spin just really it just paralyzed me long enough to the point where I didn't have time anymore to switch the course. So because I, I didn't make a decision really um, in this spin cycle, I, I was just attached to the default, which was the one that was already in my plan. So I ended up taking the MLK Malcolm X course and literally this course fundamentally changed the course of my entire life and I, I say that with like the utmost confidence maybe I would have found the same path some somewhere else but like this was like the one of the biggest turning points in my life like ever and so retrospectively I'm like oh yeah the intuitive you know poke or whatever just by popping out of the page and me writing it down like that was enough for me to make my decision off of but in real time, I didn't realize that. I didn't know how to recognize that 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 was all it was, and that's all I needed. And that's like kind of what um, intuition or a poke from the universe or a nudge from God, whatever you want to call it. I didn't realize that that is kind of what it felt like. And I always, I, I, I honestly very much struggle. <laughs> to like remember that that is how simple it is but the course that I took led me to basically reevaluate my entire 
worldview, it got me connected to one of my greatest mentors that I've ever had. Um, It got me connected to a research position with the mentor. Um, I actually ended up adding a second major because of this course. I ended up changing my career path and got into so many spaces that I never ever would have before because I decided to take this class. And like that moment of the the spinning and indecision seems small retrospectively, but when I'm in those, and I'm sure other people can relate, when you're in those phases of indecision, it feels so unbelievable for me, at least painful. And honestly, each time I get into one of those spin cycles, I really do think it like erodes trust in myself a little bit because I I start to get timid about making um, decisions because I start to not trust myself like oh I'm just gonna thinking about it isn't helping and it's it's hard to stop thinking and it just it just um, evolves and snowballs so I don't really know <laughs> I don't have like a clean, tight, packaged, you know, like moral of this other than that making decisions for me is hard. And I know that when I make my decisions from an intuitive place, I make the best decisions. But um, full, I'm full, fully transparent about the fact that like the, that is not always easy for me. And sometimes when it happens, it just happens and I'm not intentional about it. Like when I, it's actually more so when I get caught up in my head about, okay, I have to make this decision. That is when I actually get disconnected from my intuition. So I'm not sure what this means. (laughs) I think, I think it means uh, that I should just not <laughs> pressure myself. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I take it back. But um, that's that's the episode for today. Let me know if you like what your experience with with decisions um, are. I know everybody does not experience them the same, and I know not everybody <laughs> experiences them the same way as I do. So I would like love just DM me. Um, like what this experience is like for you because I'm so curious what other people go through and how they intentionally connect to that place of just like flow and ease without getting caught up in these really painful cycles of indecision and analysis paralysis term coined I don't know if she coined it but term I learned from Victoria Albino she's wonderful I think I mentioned her on my last podcast go check her out anyways I hope you have a wonderful day and thank you for letting me hang out in your in your little ear holes for a while okay bye